Hello, friends. Wow, 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 wow. What's going on? We're here. Oof. How we doing today? Boy, this is trash. You know, dude. It's trial and error. Trial and error. So let's let's talk about what has happened up to this point. Mm-hmm. We got about eight minutes into one pod. Mm-hmm. The light wasn't on. Yep. The lighting wasn't on. Then we got thirty minutes into another episode. Mm-hmm. And the whole time my nipple is showing. And on Yikes. Twitch on Twitch you can't show nips. Yeah, not good. So I didn't want to get banned, so stopped the video. Yeah. So this is our third time trying this. And that's kinda crazy. It's okay. Third time's a charm. We got this. To do one podcast. It's all good. We got all the time in the world. Anyways, I guess we'll just go over <laughs> what we talked about in the last pod. So, um, I'm famous. You are famous. I'm famous. You're super um, famous. So, we started making skits on TikTok mm-hmm. and posting them on TikTok and YouTube. So, that's probably where you recognize me from. You know, it's getting it's getting difficult. I can't oh, handle the fame. You're just having a really hard time with it. Yeah, it's like struggling. It's the groupies. It's the fanboys. The females, they just be all over you. It's yeah. females, males, they, them. It's they're going. They're just everyone's going stupid. Like white on rice. Mm. Mm. After me, I feel for you. Like That's moss, so hard. Like moss on a Mississippi tree stump. Oh, see, we went too far. That was Michael Scott <laughs> from The Office. Um, but yeah. So, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. I'm just saying. We, uh, we've we been doing these, and they've been so much fun. Um, little backstory about me. Not only am I a musician. Mm-hmm. I don't even call myself a musician. I don't think I'm a musician. I'm a rapper. Just the way it goes. I write words down. Yeah, when I think musician, I think of somebody I who like, sings instrument. and plays an instrument. My mouth yeah. isn't an instrument. I mean, I mean, it's an instrument in other areas. <laughs> Hello? That's such a lie. Um, <laughs> not telling the I'm truth. I'm sorry. Not okay. telling the truth. I was just going to, you know, go along, but you outed yourself. No, so. I, I'm a big fan of film. I'm a big fan of screenwriting. I always said one day I want to write a TV show or sure. write a cartoon or something like that. I love the idea of explaining a message cinematically Mm -hmm. and i get upset at things and i want to make fun of them Mm -hmm. thus my screenwriter thus your tiktoks were born yeah my screenwriter in me comes out when i did that it looked like i was doing like my boobs so sorry that's not what i was doing anyway (laughs) gotta apologize oops so we did the bartending skit i think that one's my favorite yeah, the bartending skit, so where that one came from was I, whatever, I don't know how, I'm not a drinker, I don't look up alcohol videos, mm-hmm. but I I think it's because I get some cooking stuff, cooking videos on my YouTube and TikTok, I get these on two- On the algorithm? On the algorithm. I get two different guys, there's one dude- he he's this guy he's bald or sometimes he wears hats kind of similar to mine Mm -hmm. and he his his shtick 
is he people recommend mixing this this drink with this liquor and mm-hmm. it tastes like x y and z okay and he's like a like a like a dream sickle yeah it tastes like, like a, a dream sickle or it tastes like skittles or it tastes like something like that Ooh. uh it tastes like apple pie or I whatever no i actually like watching them mm-hmm. i i i don't want to see if it really if he's right and so he pours it up and he he always mixes it with something so weird. Mm-hmm. He always mixes it with a random object. It'll be like a pitcher frame. Oh, like literally mixing. I thought you yeah. meant like a weird like drink, but no, like, no. A, like an object. He uses an object. And that's the funny part is he doesn't mention it, but he'll use like keys, a bleach bottle. That's kind of gross, no? I'm sure he cleans. I hope. I hope. But oh, maybe we just out here drinking bleach. Please don't do that. That's very dangerous. <laughs> no, so... um. Yeah, he did. Um, he did one, or he does these uh, these little sample bottles, little mini bottles of alcohol, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he, when he pours the alcohol into the glass with the ice, he spins it, and it does nothing. It does pretty. It does nothing. I think he's trying to create a tornado thing, but you're just you're you're not you're gonna mix it anyway. So I don't understand. Like you're going to stir it anyway? Yeah, like the only thing that makes sense to me is that you're trying to evenly pour it out all over, mm-hmm. but you're going to mix it anyway. So what's yeah, the point? And it, a point. It annoys me so much that I wrote a skit about it. <laughs> and there's this other guy who creates like party drinks, big quantities mm-hmm. in barrels and shit. And he's just, his energy is so high and he's pouring stuff and it's going everywhere. And it gives me the heebie-jeebies. He's just pouring it and I'm just, ah, ah, ha, you know, (laughs) and it's, it's one of those. And I wrote a skit about it. And so thus was born the internet bartenders. And the Mm -hmm. whole point is that I just want it in the cup, put my drink in the cup because i want to drink it want to try it i just want to consume it (laughs) digest it and you're playing with it you know i see your point i see your that's then that's why you know the whole point was hey can i get a drink and then he's just going crazy it's like i guess not i can't get a drink um you got to hit me in the face with water i did i got to throw a water bottle in my face i got to throw water on you and then throw a water bottle at you and that was pretty fun i'm not gonna lie two questions yes did you enjoy it absolutely were you impressed by how i took it a little bit yeah because like the water bottle i was like i feel like i'm hurting you so the splashing of the water Mm -hmm. that was a one take timmy I did so good. That was a one take, Timmy. Yeah, no, I was because you was could amazing. really only get it right once. Right. If not, you have to change clothes. We would have had to redo the whole thing or wait for this water to dry. I would have got the blow dryer out. I would have been like, Shh. yeah, but I should have thought about that. We could have. But we killed did. it first try. No, we did. We were but amazing. The throwing the bottle at me. Now we're famous. This is a full bottle of water, and you're throwing, and it's hit me in the face. We did it like five or six times. Yeah. So I was getting hit with that bottle. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have, like, a bruised nose. No. Well, you... A lot of it hit my chest and, like, my chin. Yeah. So, it was fine. My The last take, whenever I threw it, and it kind of, like... It, like, landed rolled on the counter the and it rolled... That was so funny and That's so That's the one golden. you used, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that video is gold. 
It honestly is. That's my that was my favorite one, mostly just because I decided with my fun editing that I like to do that I could put the little clip like in the middle of and just make it look better. I don't know. I love the splashing of the water in the middle of everything going crazy. Mm -hmm. That is something that was one thousand percent you. Mm -hmm. That was not a a idea I had. Because for you, when originally when you thought of it, it was like after the when everything was over. Just having water all over me yeah. and just saying, can I just get a water bottle and then getting hit with a water bottle? Um, but you throwing it in the middle of mm-hmm. the bartender going crazy. Right. That was complete editing genius. And that's that is what I don't have. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't. Because I'm. We kind of like complete each other in that way. Yeah. I get to put on my, my screenwriter hat. I get to put on my acting hat a mm-hmm. little bit. And I do enjoy Which that part. You're of it. you're really good at that. I'm still trying to you know like learn how to get there because I haven't been in front of the camera like that a whole whole lot. So like I'm still getting comfortable, you know. If I was m- way more attractive, I would like take acting lessons. But I don't know what I would play besides. Are you trying to say that all actors are attractive? Because that's just absolutely not true. See, I don't want to respond to that because it's going to sound like I'm throwing myself a pity party. And that's not what your boy's about. Okay. I was going to say, like, I'm not funny enough to be the comedic, ugly actor. Ah. And I'm not attractive enough to be the main star. Hmm. So I, there's not really a role for me in Hollywood yet. But, hey, I'm coming. That's all I'm saying. We're getting there. This uh, is what this is about, you know? Yeah. Then we made the we made the when men versus women are sick. Mm-hmm. And that one was a... a that one was a lot of re- recording. That was a lot, yeah. A lot of editing. And that was an idea I had for a while. Because mm-hmm. men, when men are sick, we just get our... We're done. We're about to cross the over. The biggest babies we in the world. are chatting up with St. Pete at the gates, dude. We are... St. Pete at the gate, he said. He's, I just the, he's the guy that, that. Uh, decides if you go to heaven or hell. Really? Yeah. You I don't think I've ever heard, heard of that. St. Pete? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look it up. Never I have, heard a, of that. I have a bar about it. Really? I think. Some about it. But, yeah, no, yeah. I, I've always laughed at how men turn into, like, the biggest babies in the world. And women are just G's when they're sick. No, for real. But we're G's through everything. We're G's through labor, through our periods, Oh, here we go. Oh, my everything. God. We get it. You're amazing. You create humans. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Can someone come get him, please? I'm really kind of like no, not with crazy. it. Like if you really like made a made a list of what women no women have are to, so superior. Have to it's endure. Well, see, you're taking it enough. I'm trying to really give you a compliment, and you're making it toxic. I'm saying no. I mean, if you I'm just made uh, if you made a list of what women have to endure and then what men have to endure, it's not close. It's not. So I don't even know how misogyny exists, to be honest. I'm only misogynistic jokingly because you know I'm so I'm like borderline feminist. Yeah, no, I don't really understand either. But, you know, I guess maybe it's just because like it's based off the stereotype that men are like stronger than women. And like, I don't know why that's what we've gone off of for like years. But (laughs) there's just certain things like men are naturally physically stronger. But here's here's my thing. What does that get you? (laughs) No, literally. <laughs> like, I will concede and say men are physically stronger. If you need someone to lift up a tree trunk. A tree trunk. I'm going to get a man, right? But anything else, 
don't come near me. Yeah. No, I mean, that's how it is. A therapist, you know who I want to talk to? A woman. You know who I want? Okay, I'm about to go cry. I'm about to be really... <laughs> I was about to really be, like, <laughs> really a male feminist. It's fine. I'm not. Everybody has their advantages in certain fields. No, for sure. But I, I yeah. But so, I'm really being overdramatic about about women being so superior. Men and women have their place, and there's a reason that there's men and women. Did you see that video I sent you where it was like these uh, Trump supporters who were incredibly sexist and misogynistic? Oh, my God, stop. Were like, uh, what did they say? Uh, the guy, because the, the guy, whole point is this dude interviews Trump supporters and insults them to their face, but they don't understand it because they're not. The brightest bulb in the tanning bed. The one with the guy wearing the shirt. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Oh, I'm the like, one, "This is not happening." The one right we now. have to respect women thing. Yeah, and it's like it says the most the most gross thing about women on his shirt. And the he's guy's talking like, about it's about Clinton, about Hillary Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Uh, Cl- Clinton's a bitch and. Clinton's a bitch, but no, Clinton. Clinton sucks, but not like Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, and the, the reporter's like, "We got to respect our women, right?" And then the guy's like, yeah, we absolutely got to respect our women. He's like, what does your shirt say? Yeah, cool shirt you have, by the way. He's like, oh, yeah, no, it is a cool shirt. No, but we really got to respect women. No, but and no. then he turns around and it just gets worse. It and gets I'm just like, oh, my God, somebody get this man. And you, they're just getting insulted to their face. But the thing is, uh, the, he goes up to the lady and he goes, could a woman be president? And then she goes, no, because, because women are so hormonal that a war would stop every 10 sec a war would start every 10 seconds and then he goes but hasn't a man started every war <laughs> every other every war ever and she goes she goes oh my nose ring got stuck okay. she goes uh well well yeah <laughs> it's like it's like can you nah, like we just wild. don't think before we say things like no. that that like part it's of our brain where we filter what we're supposed to say like it just isn't it's just not there it's not even trying. But yeah, and then so we did the men versus women when they're sick video. Mm-hmm. And then we just put out the what working from home is like. That one was fun. That was, these are all brain babies of mine. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part of that one is the very end when you're walking around eating the banana. Yeah. Because, and that's legitimately what working from home is like. It's, Tristan's a little bitch. <laughs> Tristan's a bitch. Sorry, all the Tristans out there. I don't even know a Tristan. But uh, that's the, and none of none of that video was scripted at all. Not, right, you not, just went off top. All of that was, uh, was improv mm-hmm. by me. There was no script involved. So I think I did, I think I could have did a lot better. If there was a script, mm-hmm. but this was just an idea. Sometimes the improv is funny though. Like I think that the improv is what made the ver- the banana scene so funny. Yeah, like literally, it was pretend to talk on the phone. Here's a banana. What what happens? What next? are you gonna do? And that and then it came out how it came out. Came um, to fruition. Yeah, so a couple G bars off of some videos. Nothing too crazy. A couple hundred likes. <gasps> I don't know. You know, it's uh it's good to give back to the the comedy community really because. Who else is going to do it if done not so me? much for you, you know? Who else is going to do it if not me? Um, <laughs> but to um, plug our socials real quick, friends, since, you know, we probably should have done that a minute ago. Um, follow us on TikTok, The Underwhelming Couple, and at Oliver Lloyd, the rapper. Instagram, yeah. at Window Therapy Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, Window Therapy Podcast. Yeah. Follow us on Twitch, The Underwhelming Couple. Yeah. And last but not least, we got our Snapchat up and going, so follow us at The Underwhelming Couple. Yep, that's how it goes. 
too many socials for me to really remember. Yep, and you know who runs all of them? Panky Panky. But no, I love it. I love running the socials. I love doing the editing. All that behind the scenes stuff is so fun for me. It's my favorite. Yeah, you're you're the the way I look at it is if there's any sports fans out there, I'm the offensive and defensive Mm -hmm. coordinator. And what they do is they design the plays and they structure a playbook around their personnel, around their players. And you're the head coach. Absolutely. You call the plays and you direct me where to go. And that's the important thing about it. Absolutely. Um, so I do have a question. Ooh, okay. How difficult is it to stick to a grocery list? Like, like not, not when I go to the store, I can't buy anything else off my list. You write and create this list at home Mm -hmm. before heading to the grocery store. Yes, I do it every time. How hard is it to only purchase items that are on that list, nothing extra? I mean, it's pretty hard. Because a lot of the times, like, once I get to the store, nine times out of ten, there's probably something else that I'm going to remember when I'm there that I didn't remember when I was at home. I just feel like it's... I would argue... Mm Mm-hmm. That if you went to the store without a list and just went down the proper aisles, like just boom, 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 zigzag, then do the outside, right? You wouldn't need a list because you would naturally see things that you want. And maybe stuff that you wouldn't even think to put on a list that you would enjoy more. And I think you would have a more enjoyable grocery experience, a stress-free grocery experience. And you would be home quicker and happier. I don't agree. I feel like a list like... Someone as OCD as you is not going to agree with that. Well, because here's my thing. Like, I don't want to go down every single aisle. And if I know the store already... You maybe don't go down two or three aisles. But there's so many aisles I don't go down. Like, I don't know. And there's also the part of the thing, because I feel like when you go with me... You know, because most of the time I just go by myself. That's just how I like to do it, you know, because it just, I just feel like I'm quicker that way. But, um, when you go with me, I feel kind of like thrown off my like typical routine, as I would say. We all know that, you know, Haley likes her routines. Um, so when I go, I feel like I am a little more sporadic with you versus like when I go by, I very much have like, okay, I have to go get this first and then this. And like, I very much have like my way that I do it. It must suck being you. Yeah, well. I have a couple of people in my life. My best friend, mm-hmm. you. There are certain aspects of life where you guys are very unique. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. <laughs> and with, like, what makes you say that? Like, with my best friend. Um, what's his name? Jaron Hayden. <laughs> let's, plug, let's plug the... Uh, Let's Look plug out the for artist. Jaron Hayden. He's coming. Let's plug the artist name. He's, and he'll agree with, I'm not outing him by any means. Like, we've had this conversation, and he agrees a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. He's extremely dramatic. Mm-hmm. So when something, but he's dramatic when it comes to 
recreational stuff like sports and stuff like that mm-hmm. music whatever like you like what you were telling me earlier about the basketball thing yeah and when he just jumps off the deep end so fast and he'll say he enjoys it because he gets more invested and that's perfectly fine there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that but I think about it from my point of view, which doesn't affect him whatsoever. It's really just how I think about it. Yeah. I would hate to be that person. Mm -hmm. That would mess with me mentally. Mm -hmm. When something's not going my way, I just think the the world is ending. And it's like, I would hate to be that person. Because now, and I used to be that way when I was younger, Mm -hmm. where, you know, the Texans would lose a game and I'd be like, oh, my God. So, but he was saying that he just feels like it makes him more, like, invested in the whole situation. He he gets excited. Like, he has his ups, has his downs. Like, he just, he flies by the the seat of his pants. He just kind of likes the emotions of it all. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. I just know that doesn't work for me personally because... I've worked so hard Mm -hmm. to when something's not going my way to just kind of be like, that's it. That's life. Right. You know, that's just how it goes. And uh, there have been times where Jordan will kind of catch me and say, he's like, I I wish I had your optimism. And it's just like, there's not nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, it is what it is. It just is what it is. Yeah. you know, try to have so, a So, but why were you saying life. that in terms of me? I was I getting there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just you're so OCD that, like, you eliminate spontaneous events. Yeah, I don't really like spontaneous events. Yeah, because you don't like going into the unknown. Mm-mm. You don't like... It's part of the reason that, like, I have a hard time, like, branching out to, like, new shows and stuff or, like, movies because, you know, there's a reason I watch Friends on repeat all the time. It's because, like, I know it's going to happen. It's familiar. It's just, you know, it keeps oh, me, the bo- it keeps what me grounded. Bothered me, we watched um, The Upside. Mm-hmm. We watched The Upside <laughs> with Kevin Hart and... Oh my God, his name will escape me right here. His name always escapes me. I always want to call oh him something else. God. I'm going to look it up. I got this. Kevin Hart and the dude from Walter White from Breaking Bad. Yep. Brian Cranston. Is that his name? Brian Cranston. Really? Yeah. That's who You're is. so good. See, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman's that other person? Really? That's the chick that, that he likes. Yeah. Um, but we watched that movie. Great movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. If, if those, amazing. No spoilers, but if those who didn't, who haven't seen it, the plot is, uh, Kevin Hart is a, a, a con. Well, oh, he was a con. Yeah. He was in jail and he just got out. And if part of his parole is he has to prove that he's looking for a job mm-hmm. to, uh, to not go back to jail, to like stay compliant with parole. And he's not trying at all. He's going to these interviews and he's like, just sign this saying that I went here. Right. Don't hire me. He's not taking anything seriously. So he goes for a caretaker job for this billionaire, Mm -hmm. Brian Cranston, who's a quadriplegic, Mm -hmm. only can move neck up. And he ends up giving, giving him the job, even though he tried to tank it. Right. But anyways, we watched that movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's a funny, sad at times movie. Mm -hmm. And, uh, anyways and the next day we had such a good time watching that movie mm-hmm. and the next day i said hey we should watch another movie and you were like i just want to watch the upside again i'm like why would you want to watch that again <laughs> you're like i liked it and i'm like let's watch something else and you're like 
but what if it's not as good as that? And I would hate to be you. I would hate to have that mind. <laughs> and it's so, it is, it is funny. And at times it is annoying, I will say, because like, I do want to like watch new things, but then I'm like, I don't want to like waste my time watching something I don't like. I don't know. I just, it, it, it's, it's a weird, how this works. it's a weird concept. I don't know how to explain my OCD. It just is the way it is. <laughs> It's something. How do you listen to? to, How do you listen to new music if you're scared you're not gonna like it? Well, it's like I've told. It's like I told you before about how you know my all-time favorite band ever is Bears Den. Okay, and they have quite a bit of new music out that I have not listened to because I'm like, but what if it doesn't sound like the stuff that I really like? And so, not a real fan. Um, you know what? Fuck you. No, but listen, I, 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 there's a big part of me that just hasn't felt like I had the time to sit down and listen to it with what we've had going on recently. Um, cause a lot of it has come out very recent, like literally in the past week or two. Um, but I don't know. I just get kind of like, it just, it takes me, a, it takes me a, a while to warm up. I'll say that. It just takes me a minute to warm up. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's interesting, but we we get there, it's fine. I've only been like that as when it came to wanting something so familiar when I would when I was having when I have panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I, which it's I like have, that all the time. That's crazy. No, yeah. see, I, that's then that's what I mean when I say I couldn't be like y'all. Mm-hmm. I have to. I guess that's why we're we're all individuals. Hey, but that's what makes us, you know. We're all snowflakes. We're all different on the inside. Yep. Apparently, snowflakes are different on the inside. I don't know. Is that even real? I don't know, but they all look like little balls to me, so they're just like little flurry things. Little flurry things? Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> you want to get into Reddit? Absolutely. Today, we have unpopular opinions. Yeah, we're, we're shaking things up this pod. Mm-hmm. We got some stuff that's a little different. Yep. Um, we've got no relationship advice and no ass men today, just straight unpopular opinions, which I'm excited about because they're really good. You're all right. So the first one is having a spouse who is naked all the time is not as great as it sounds. That's the title. Okay. Yeah. Says my 38 male wife, 36 female is constantly naked around the house. It might be a few hours after a shower before she eventually puts clothes on. Don't get me wrong, I won't pass up the occasional squeeze when she's within arm's reach, but her being naked all the time kind of takes some of the fun out of getting her naked for sexy time. How do you feel about this? So, he's definitely onto something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I would argue a lot of the times, completely naked is not even how we prefer to look at our, our women. Mm-hmm. It's the lacy underwear that does it. It really complements the body better than being completely naked. I get that. If that sounds weird. But also, being a little funny with it, Mm -hmm. sometimes we want to unwrap something. It's like Christmas morning. Pull the bow. Sometimes I want to open it. (laughs) Open it. Sometimes... I'm trying to see what's inside, you know? No, I get that. I think, honestly, I agree with him because I feel like, you know, especially as, like, a married couple, you know, it could take away some of the, some of the spice in your, you know, in your sex life if you're not, you know, because if you're just naked all the time, I mean, then you're just seeing each other. There's no, like, 
fun to it, you know? And you if don't you, get to pull nothing out. Right, yeah. I mean, I and I, I could argue the same, you know, the same thing, like, you know. I want to unwrap it. Right, no. Let me unbutton your pants. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you get it. No, yeah. Let me unbutton your pants. Let me, you know, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy them down. Once you get it over this. The cakes, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Slapped my booty, hamstring. Booty, booty, Slapped my hamstring and said, the cakes, because I can't get That's them. That's where up. they are. I can't get to your booty. So I got I got meaty hamstrings. So we so we agree with him. So not not super unpopular that's opinion not, between um, us. I don't know who would say that that's unpopular. I don't know. I wonder what the comments say about about that. I don't care about the fucking comments. Yikes. Sorry. Um the first person commented said just put clothes on her during sex. Problem solved. <laughs> that's funny. That has over 16k upvotes on Reddit. Yo, Reddit is the best place because it's so good. Reddit's the best place because the comments are so sarcastic and hilarious and there's no hate comments, you know? Mhm. It's just all funny passive No, it's all so funny. I love it's it. It's amazing. What else we got? Excuse me. So, the next one is that this one I'm telling you gold. People that get dressed in the bathroom after having a shower are crazy. I agree. Where else do you get dressed at? Listen, okay. Let me tell you. In Being in the hot, steamy shower trying to get dressed is crazy. Let me read you what she says because I agree a thousand percent. But our bathroom's different, though. No. Our bathroom, we have the shower... And then the shower is by itself in a room. Okay, but, but but our bathroom's different. We're talking about just a, no, your normal bathroom where everything's together. Yeah. Just put the... What do you mean? Okay, so, just hold on. Just read. This me, is why you're naked all the time. Let, <laughs> let me read this to you. Okay. I can't understand how people get dressed in a bathroom after having a shower. It doesn't matter how much I dry myself off. I'm still wet. Putting on my clothes... Putting on my clothes and they're sticking wait, to me. What? Wait, what? Hold, hold on. Hold on. out. How are you still wet? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to get there. It's okay. Putting on my clothes and they're sticking to me and not going on my body properly. So then I'm left all sweaty from that stressful experience. It's sensory overload and sends me into a panic attack. Not an actual panic attack. Maybe I'm the crazy person because I'd rather sprawl out on my bed until I'm dry and can get dressed with no stress. Then she edits it. This is dude's wife. (laughs) Dude's wife posted this. The dude from the last post. This is his wife. Right. And then she edits the the post and says, "Yes, I know how to dry myself off." Yes, no, you a- don't. <laughs> you clearly don't. No, but I have the same issue. I have the same issue. And she said, then she Y'all goes, "Yes, special. there's a vent in my bathroom and it's turned on. I'm a female that has lukewarm showers. I personally can't handle the heat." But no, I completely get what she's saying because you're just you're you're still moist. You need to be out no, of the moist environment. Just- you don't dry off properly. No, it's just not true. Every time I dry off so well, you watch me how I dry off. I am very detailed with it. I do it the same way every single Clearly time I not. get out of the shower. But no, I just want to, I don't want to feel any type of moist because like, you know, the steam is in there and you're still, no, can't do it. That's no. why when we stay at your mama's house and I have to do that in her bath, I hate it. It makes me want to just throw up you are special it also depends on what kind of clothes you're putting also on. this i this brings up another question mm-hmm. i have a shower question okay obviously we're shower takers yep when and you wash your face every single day i wash my face every single day mm-hmm. so when i like pretty 
medium to hot showers. Mm -hmm. Not super hot, but just medium to hot. When it's time to wash your face and put the put your face in the shower to wash off the soap or face wash. Yep. Do you have to turn down the temperature or can you just take it? No, I just do it. So, that's interesting you say that. With me, my face cannot take the heat that my body can. That's weird. Like so he the the not so going this way counterclockwise is pushing it hot, right? right. So it'll be here. I'm washing my body. I'm doing my thing. I, I'm i weird. I wash all my body separate. Uh-huh. So I'll do face. Well, I actually do face last because for some reason I just feel fresher when my face was the last thing I washed. Fresh out the shower. So like I'll go body, privates, legs, you know, get the back the best I can. Areas I have a lot of hair. For sure. So like che- I have a chest hair. My back's kind of crazy sometimes. Um, underarms, bop, bop. Sure. Then I end. So again, it's right here, right? When it's time to I w- scrub my face, when it's time to wash off, I got to do one of those mm-hmm. and make it very lukewarm, mm-hmm. like almost cool to I wash mean, like, my face. I feel like that's not crazy, but like my face can't take the heat. Personally, I just don't do that. I also, I also just don't like the feeling like I'm just a hot natured person, I feel I mean, I say that. I'd be getting cold, though. But anyway, like... I was about to say, you're on both sides I feel sides like I'm very, spectrum. like, all over the place with that. But specifically, come, when it comes to a shower, like, I'll be in the shower. And if it's too hot, when it's time to get out, like, I just feel miserable. Like, just so hot from being in the hot shower. And it's like, I want to be cool in, like, my normal temperature and again you never, so fast. And you can't take, like, a cool shower? I don't really like it. I don't like the way it feels. But I try do, to towards do, the my end. My question for you is, do you think... The after how you feel after a hot shower and how you feel after a cool to warm shower, you don't think the latter would be a better idea for you? Maybe I've what I've been trying recently is that like before I get out, I've been trying to turn, turn it, it down, down mm. and like get kind of cool and then get out and see if it's helping. So, so. what you're when I take baths, I'm a bath taker. Mm-hmm. When I chill, what you just described, I do the opposite when I take baths. I'll chill in a cool bath. Mm-hmm. Um, Because they say, like, ice baths are good for you. Sure. But, like, I'll chill in a cool bath. But right before I get out, make it super hot. Mm. So, I get out and I'm not cold. Yeah. Because I just took... Or I make it so hot to where when I do get out, the cool almost helps. I get you. So, it's the same concept. I get you. What else we got? All right. No, y'all don't dry off good. I am not moist at all when I put on my... I was actually curious what people said, but we'll just have to, you know, see... That was so funny. I'm not moist at all. I, I am completely dry when I put on my clothes. I just feel like that's not true because I feel like there's so many times I look at you and I'm like, yo, you're still wet on your back, sir. How are you putting on clothes? But right also, now? hot shower, being a little moist and the AC hitting you, you'll like the cold. At least I do. Hmm. So. Well, that's a good point. All right. This one I was curious your take on. It says, being nice isn't a selling point in dating. It's the bare minimum sick and tired of seeing people and let's be honest dot 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 guys complaining about how they're a nice guy but can't get a date being nice is the absolute bare minimum a person can bring to the table when it comes to dating it's not a flex and if you're trying to flex it like it is you probably have the personality of a wet blanket and are the at best boring and at worst not actually a nice person also for your information i'm a guy didn't sound like it i didn't think so either no um so, I get the concept of what you're saying. 
being nice is just a character trait you should always carry with you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't set you apart. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. The term is nice guys finish last. And it is a real concept. We all have female friends. Mm -hmm. We all have seen past relationships come and go. And the guys that win are guys that... Are douchebags. I don't want to throw a douchebag on them, but they definitely don't bring a whole lot to the table Mm -hmm. as far as getting away from toxicity. Mm -hmm. So they come with extreme baggage, um, you know, temper problems, whatever whatever you want to say, uh, cockiness, narcissism, whatever you want to say. So my thing is being an, a true nice guy you're behind the eight ball behind the curve if you will because it's the exact same argument i made last pod about dad bods mm-hmm. where women really good looking you know the textbook generic good looking woman mm-hmm. says you know i don't want a super muscular dude I want to do with a dad bod, right? Right. I don't think that comes from a place of attraction. I think that comes from the idea that a guy with a dad bod is less self-centered, therefore will spend more time with me, more uh, mental capacity is made for me, Mm -hmm. thus making the relationship happier. And then I challenged that and said, I think that's a good idea in theory. But when those when, when those women get in those scenarios, it takes a little time and goes. You know what? I'm not really a, physically attracted to this guy, and, and then the and attracted. then the relationship falters. I think this is that same scenario mm-hmm. where women are not just looking for a nice guy; they like some spice, and these nice guys aren't coming with spice. Right? They're just like me when I truly found you. We met on Tinder. That's not a secret. Well, that's, We're a Tinder uh, that's love a, story. That's a story that we, we tell from time after time. I was truly a nice guy with you. I didn't try to sleep with you. I didn't even allude to it. I just like, hey, got out of a super long relationship months ago. Uh, I'm back in the dating scene. Everybody is so hesitant nowadays to hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have my pitch like, yo, let's meet somewhere public in front of a lot of people. Uh, let's, you know, no, you did yeah. it all textbook. Yeah. All right. Like and... If you feel like, you know, you can ha- keep your car running if you want. And that, that was, that, I, that was the true nice guy approach, but it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. But then, but then once you get to know me, you know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm weird as shit. So <laughs> you get to see the edginess that I have. You, you're a little edgy, but you know, um, but, yeah, it, but it's almost it's, four years later. So you did something right. Yeah. I think dudes just preaching the nice guy mentality it's just it just never ends up well because women get so bored everybody has strict adhd Mm -hmm. nowadays and it's it shows it it rears its ugly head in multiple aspects of life when it comes i think it comes to music when it comes to movies tv shows podcasts podcasts everybody is just you need to get my attention. You need to get it quick. Mm-hmm. I think being a nice guy can get the attention, but I just don't think it lasts. Yeah. It just doesn't last. Like uh, I get that. I think you're right, honestly. 
Like we, I think I think I've had experience personally where you know there's probably been a nice guy where I've been like, ah, oh, you're just not enough for me. You're just not. There's just, it, 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 and that's what this person is saying in the post. It's a mm-hmm. bare minimum. Being nice is something that you should have, but you have to come attached with something. A personality. That's why I just thought it was so funny when they said. You probably have the personality of a wet blanket. Why does it have to be a wet blanket? I've heard that before, so I don't think your personality is that original because that's reused. Yikes. You could have you could have came up with your own shit, but All right, on to the next. This one says, if your sex life gets worse after you get married, then you married the wrong person. Agree. It says, as the title says, sex or blowjobs, etc. shouldn't decrease in frequency after marriage. If they do, then you didn't marry the right person. Of course, so, oh, well, we're getting... Yeah, sorry, my mm-hmm. bad. My no, bad, you're my good. Bad. That's on me. Of course, once you have kids, it can make it more difficult, but the desire should still be there. And then um, they, sh- they put an edit and said, I didn't mean that sex should never decrease, such as with age or after many years of being married. The primary point of my opinion is that if your sex life was good before marriage, then within the first couple of years it drops off or just becomes completely sexless, then you shouldn't have married that person. So, and then the person beneath it that I thought was an important comment said, eight years into a marriage and 11 in a relationship with the same woman can report frequency is down. However, However, intensity and quality of sex has only gotten better, more than makes up for it. Adulthood will keep you busy, quality over quantity. And I liked that comment because I think it's, I think he's saying the right thing. I think, you know, you get busy as an adult, you know, maybe at a certain point. But I also think you can make time for it, but people be tired. So I don't know. I'm kind of like both with it. There's a, I I don't remember verbatim, but there's a piece in the original post. Mm Mm-hmm. That says the desire shouldn't decrease. Yes, he says, um, of course, once you have kids, it can make it more difficult, but the desire should still be there. So I want to hone in on that. Okay. Everything else I feel like is too much. Okay. Um, and I think people get the wrong idea. And just like that, that first comment, the comment that you read that was a good comment, I still think that was off of what this person meant. I think the person meant the desire. Mm-hmm. So the quality quantity thing, not really what I'm talking about. Like yeah, I think that's how just many because... times you have it and people being busy is not really what that person's talking about. Right. It's saying if you don't desire to have sex with mm-hmm. your partner after being married for uh, a certain period of time, you married the wrong person. And on that, I say agree mm-hmm. you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it would be like 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 us. I mean, we've been married almost two years now. And it's like, if we still didn't have that desire at two years in, it would be like, well, what you doing there? Because, I mean, let's Sometime, be honest. I, someone needs to stop me because I'm. <laughs> it's getting bad, bro. Because, I mean, but let's be honest, you know, like attraction and like that physical intimacy with your partner. I feel like that's, you know, in my opinion, I think that's like 60% of the relationship. You might even think it's more. But I think relationships are 75% physical and nobody can tell me different. See, I think it's more like 60, 40, but I'm with you. I still, I think that percentage is very, very up there like that for sure. Yeah. I think there's just way too many relationships and I think we've seen them personally. Uh, Maybe, you know, a friend of a friend or you just throughout your comings and goings of life Mm -hmm. of two couples that are clearly attracted to each other. Yeah. Clearly going, but they just are wrong. Like they're 
interactions in the relationship are toxic or so bad, mm-hmm. but they still make it work. It's like, because they're so attracted to each other. Yeah. They know they did the best they can do, and that pushes the relationship. Right. I'm not, I want to clarify, I don't think a relationship should be 75% physical. I just think they are. Right. I'm just talking what my opinion of the lay of the land is. Yeah. I think majority of relationships is let me find the best looking person that I can score and let me make it work. I think that's way too many of the relationships. I don't think it should be that way. I think it should be 50-50 split, but it's not is all yeah. I'm saying. No, I agree. And um, yeah, I mean, that's how just it goes. the way it goes. That's how it goes for sure. But no, someone needs to stop me because I'm going crazy. <laughs> and it, I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get in the mood with shit that shouldn't get me in the mood <laughs> like it'd be crazy she's just like eating a bag of chips and i'm like you eat those fucking chips girl i'm about to- i literally i'll be like messy and shit you know chip crumbs like on my boobs and he's like let me clean what up. you do and i'm like oh, okay. let me eat them crumbs girl <laughs> i don't even like doritos like that but i eat them okay on to the next <laughs> um this one had me rolling laughing earlier Red Starburst are better than Pink Starburst. In school, everyone always freaked out over Pink Starburst. They are overrated, overrated, and Red ranks supreme. When I traded Pink for Red in third grade, everyone assumed I did it because I liked that boy. No, it was because Red is superior. The fact that I liked that boy is relevant. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny because, you know, Pink was always like, that was the shit. They're both wrong. Are you going to say yellow? Orange is the best starburst. Yo, apparently people were coming out in the comments on this one saying that the yellow were like crazy. And They're I'm like, all good, to be honest. I feel like they all taste the same. No, not starburst. I think they proved that Skittles all taste the same. Yes. Which is not true because I've had a grape Skittle before and I cle- it clearly was a grape Skittle. I've done that with other things I don't before. believe that. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Skittles. Maybe it was One thing's else. for sure. All M&M's taste the same. Oh, my God. Mmm. Chocolate, baby. <laughs> You're going to like this one because I feel like you feel this way, okay? Okay. Watermelon is way overhyped and does not taste as good as everyone makes it out to be. Watermelon might be one of the worst fruits in the world. It's so good. I will put that on <laughs> G-O-D. <laughs> Uh, it has to be just right for it to be good. A little too warm, yuck. A little too cold, yuck. Too dry, no. yuck. Too no. much water in it, yuck. It's just there's <laughs> there's you're eating, you're eating water with like a smidge, a smidge of sugar flavoring. <laughs> That's what watermelon is. Well, and it was so funny. And then the person says, and they go, and the skin feels coarse, if that's how it can be described. Like little gravel that's edible. Watermelon just sucks. And people only overhype it because it's cold and has water. Bro, just drink water. That's all. Thanks. Nah, big facts. <laughs> I nah, thought you would like I'm that one because I know you watermelon is there. Watermelon is so garbage, bro. No, literally. And then the first person says, Is there a harder a messier fruit to eat it's amazing no it's, it's so good the first person eating and go, water bro the first person comments and go goes what kind of watermelon are you eating and then goes my thought exactly watermelon <laughs> to op watermelon is just cold water they've never had a proper one in their entire life literally i don't think you've ever had a proper watermelon dude watermelon's, watermelon's good so bad for all of you who think that watermelon is good y'all just you know what okay let me know I, I'm a big fan of lettuce, 
right? No one can talk to me and make fun of me for liking lettuce and liking the texture of lettuce if y'all eat watermelon. Because it's the same fucking thing. You Excuse can me. like lettuce all you want, Excuse baby. Excuse my language. Okay. Last one. Last one. Real quick. Swimming is awful. In general, it's boring as fuck. What are you supposed to do in a pool? Every time water guns are used, someone gets mad they were hit in the eye or something, and that's no fun. Water sports are the same as they are on land, but everything's waterlogged, so you can't move around easily. I suppose you could just race each other, but that gets boring quick. Beaches are slightly better with the ability to make sandcastles and such, but sand gets everywhere, and it's always too hot on land or too cold in the water. (laughs) This person's got autism. (laughs) For sure. Oh my god. This is one of my people. Oh, my God. For sure. Anyway, I thought you would appreciate that one because that's just so funny. No, I mean, for one, see, I'm not a swimmer, Mm -hmm. okay? But I understand the appeal to it. You're like, that's the closest thing you can get to zero gravity on Earth. you just be like chilling. It's the closest thing you can get to being on the moon. Absolutely. Is in water. So I see the appeal. But honestly, the best part about pools is drinking and just chilling in the water. Oh, someone followed us. Chilling in the water with the, with music playing. For sure. That's why swimming is cool. But like, yeah. I was gonna, I thought this post was going to be about actually swimming, but he mentioned sandcastles and whatnot. So. I think he was just talking the overall idea of swimming. Yeah, like everything that encompasses it. The whole, For sure. The best part about I mean, if you're an adult and you're of age, is drinking a little bit, bring in the, bring out the, bust out the speakers, mm-hmm. play some, uh, some earth, wind, and, and fire. Like wet, naked bodies, and that's kind of fun. Ooh. Mostly naked. Almost naked. Okay. However you want to phrase that. Yeah, okay. Do your thing. But no, it's all yeah. it's all about uh it's all about listening to music, being in the pool, maybe grilling some some burgers or whatnot. That's when swimming is fun. And it's the closest thing to being on the moon on earth. You're a hater. And beaches are awesome. Just to chill on. No, I low key agree about the beaches with them. Beaches are cool just to chill on. Beaches are not fun when it's overpopulated. When there's too many people, yeah. beaches are not fun. But if you can get your get you an area mm-hmm. where you got like some room, twenty feet this way, twenty feet that way, in a circumference, mm-hmm. you can just chill with the fam on the beach and watch the waves and stuff. That's that's awesome, man. Beaches are cool. I can I can dig it. That's all I had for Reddit. I just thought some of my posts were you know pretty funny. Some good some good conversation provoking posts yeah for sure do you want to hop into trivia trivia next oh it's absolutely trivia time okay i'm super excited about mine okay Um, so you want me to go first or do you want to go first how you want to do it you pick no Um, we're not doing this on camera you're choosing this is what she does in every aspect of our life make a decision to me too i think it's even make a definitive decision you're annoying still can't (laughs) still won't i hate this um no i'll go fuck you i'm just kidding love you all right my trivia is really fun okay Okay. i'm really excited about it i want to i want to come correct this time i kind of came up with this idea on my own sort of i mean you sparked it with how you told me your trivia is Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's kind of similar okay all right which song ranked higher on the singles billboard in 2011 Mm. stereo hearts by gym class heroes Mm -hmm. or we are who we are by kesha which one ranked higher? And I do have the rankings to let you know what they were. Perfect. Um, I want to go Gym Class Hero Stereo Hearts. 
you would be incorrect. Damn. Um, this my, is this was heart to yes. stereo. This was crazy to me. Stereo Hearts was thirty six, where We Are Who We Are was thirty. Close. I'm like, okay. that's crazy. Fine, fine. All right. So all of the songs are. I mean, all of my questions are like that. So sure. um, the next one is which one ranked higher in 2015? I don't fuck with you by Big Sean in E40. Or Bitch Better Have My Money by Rihanna. I don't fuck with you. By one. Yeah, no, that was a... I, so, I know Bitch Better Have My Money, that's a, that's a song, mm-hmm. but um, I Don't Fuck With You was in movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I felt there's more of a commercial success with that project. And it's still crazy because that was... Project, the, that song, sorry. That was ranked number 47 on that list that year and bitch better have my money was 48 i thought i was like that i feel like that was really low for those songs but it was kind of a crazy year free music cool um number three which song ranked higher in 2003 mm. burn by usher or hey ya by outcast hey ya by outcast no really really burn by usher was ranked two that year uh-huh and out um hey y'all was ranked eight yeah so my thought process behind that guess was hey ya is arguably one of outcast's worst songs mm-hmm. like just overall right. out of all the songs that outcast has made absolutely hey ya was such a pop record mm-hmm. but that's what works mm-hmm. so i figured that and i know you know let it burn by usher was was something crazy a fantastic song but looking back on his discography burn isn't at the tippity top mm-hmm. of his right. top 20 if you were to make like a versus top 20 mm-hmm. best usher songs burn isn't it's not at the tippity top it's yeah. up there it's not the tippity top so i that's what made that was my thought you know process what, behind the what's guess. funny about that year so that was 2003 he also usher also had the number one hit that year um which I forget what it was now. I should you got it, it bad? Mm, I don't think it was that one. No, it was... Oh, it was... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, number four, which song ranked higher in 2008? No One by Alicia Keys or Bleeding mm. Love by Liana Lewis? Bleeding Love was massive. It was. You would be correct. Yeah. Bleeding Love, but not by much. Bleeding Love was number two that year, and No One by Alicia Keys was three. Uh, Jesse McCartney wrote that song bleeding love did he really that is not a leona lewis uh, i had no idea she did not write that song as a jesse mccartney song well she sings it like crazy that's a that's her only record so she has the other one she's got two what's her other one that was loud as heck it's july 7th and they still popping out here these fucking red we love it um she's got bleeding love and then she um the it get the it all gets better in time I forget what that one's called. Anyway, maybe something time. about better. <laughs> better in time. I think that's what it's called. Anyway. All right. And last song, which song ranked higher in 2018? Better Now by Post Malone or Lucid Dreams by Juice World? Lucid Dreams by Juice World is a bigger song. Yep. And again, only by one. That yeah. one ranked 12, whereas Better Now ranked 13 that year. Better Now. I, I'm, I'm so like weird about music because I'm going to have a fun fact for all these songs. Better Now. The reason so this is the thought process behind the guess. Mm-hmm. Better Now was not a single. Mm-hmm. It was not a single. It came out with the album. Beer I don't think I, I mean, I did know that because. But it like a lot of songs on that project. It blew up after, mm-hmm. and then they kind of re-released it as a single. 
mm. and was promoting it like such. Um, but it was a slow burn. Right. It had to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, songs, songs off Beer Bongs and Bentley's, um, like, was it the the Rockstar record? Mm-hmm. Um, that was the single, no? That's, that's, what is it? What does he say? And I feel like a rock. That is Rockstar. Yeah. That was a single... Um, Oh, it's on. It's in my head. I can't. I can't think of it. The other. But, one, I know what you're talking about. Um, but better now was much like stay. Stay yes. was a slow burn, but Lucid Dreams by Juice World was a smash out the gate. Was Psycho the other? Psycho with Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, that was the other one. Um, that's what I was thinking of. But so better now was a slow burn. Lucid Dreams was fire out mm-hmm. the gate. That's yeah. what made me choose it. So did I get. I get them half right. I think you got all but one. No, I got I got two. I got the first one. I got Usher wrong, and I got a. Uh, hey ya. Hey ya. Okay, yeah, yeah. so you got three out of three out of five. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm excited. What you got for me? All right. So fun fact: we're doing something similar here. Um. Which show or movie is rated higher via Rotten Tomatoes? Okay. So. Obviously, for those who don't know the Rotten Tomatoes meter, uh, it's zero to one hundred percent. Higher percent is better. Lower percent's worse. Okay, Are you ready? I am ready. I feel like we Give need it some, to me. I feel like we need some music, like some dun 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 dun, like the TikTok. Uh, the, the oh, the Jeopardy. Ticking. Exactly. Why I'm so fucking like gassy right now. I feel you. Is that not? I'm glad that's not just me. I feel like I've been kind of burpy and I'm like over here trying to like not to do it into the microphone. So if you hear us, you know, do any of that, we're so sorry. I'm not even drinking soda. I'm drinking Gatorade. Anyways, (laughs) here we go. Are you ready? Ready. Let's do it. The Office versus Friends. Who has a higher Rotten Tomato percentage? Why'd you have to do it to me? I got some good ones here. Okay. I want to say Friends just because that's, you know, that's the thing. But I feel like it's going to be The Office. Friends. That is incorrect. Yeah. The Office is at 81%. Friends is at 79%. That's just ludicrous. Okay. Next one. You ready? Yes. The movie Step Brothers. Okay. Or the movie Anchorman. Ooh. Which one, both Will Ferrell movies, which one has a higher Rotten Tomatoes meter? I'm going to go Step Brothers. That is also incorrect. No! Step Brothers is 55% and Anchorman is 66%. See, I don't. for some reason I was feeling like Step Brothers might have been more popular for some reason and therefore oh, might have... definitely more popular. But that's not what more. Rotten Tomatoes is. It's just they the quality of the movie. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I just thought maybe like... Because I don't know. it was so popular? Yeah. No, you're not wrong there. All right. The TV shows. Orange is the New Black. Okay versus shameless Ooh. which show has a higher rotten tomatoes meter yikes um i'm gonna say orange is the new black that is your first correct one okay. orange is the yeah. black orange is the new black is sitting at 90 percent. shameless is at 82 percent yeah that Jesus, was that a cannon no literally Godly. that was ridiculous that was a that was a good guess yeah i figured so just because i can see where people would feel like shameless is a little like just kind of hectic 
So, and like yeah. where Orange is the New Black is a, maybe a little bit more put together. So, I, I, I can, I I can get that, that for sure. The little I've seen of both, I agree with that. Okay. The movies. Mm-hmm. Lilo and Stitch uh. versus Monsters, Inc. Which one has a higher Rotten Tomatoes meter? Ooh, wow. You're really like putting kind of like a really old one against a kind of, I mean, it's not new, but newer. Ooh. Oh, Monsters, Inc. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. I Monsters, figured it had to Inc. be. Inc. is sitting at an astounding 96%. Yeah. Lilo was stitched still high at 87%. Yeah. You're I, on a roll. I was like, that had to have been really close. You're on a roll. Okay. The TV shows. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh-huh. Versus It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ooh. Which show has a higher Rotten Tomatoes meter? I feel like that's definitely Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You say it with so much conviction. And I'm wrong. And you are correct. Yay! But it is off by 1%. Really? Brooklyn Nine-Nine is sitting at an astounding 95%. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is at 94%. Really? I would have guessed that Sunny was like in the low People 80s. People love that show. Really? It's See, an amazing show. That's I a love show, that show. I know you do. That's a show that I feel like is kind of hectic and makes me a little like, ah! That's what's great about it. Yeah. So, last one coming up. You, you've gotten three straight after missing your first two, so you're on a roll. Your favorite movie, Gladiator. Oh, my God. Versus another movie you really enjoy, War Dogs. Ooh. Which movie has a higher Rotten Tomatoes meter? War Dogs. That is incorrect. Really? By far so far. War Dogs is sitting at a 61% and Gladiator is at 80%. I mean, I, okay. So my thought process there was like, I love Gladiator so much. I don't even think I could be unbiased towards it. And so I was like, I feel like I have to pick the other one because. You should have gone with your gut. Yeah. Well, it's my favorite movie for a reason. There you go. I think we both split them. We did, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. I got three and three. Heck yeah. I feel like that's better than a lot of the trivia you give me. I feel like sometimes it's I really It's so crazy. Don't do good. We'll do trivia off camera mm-hmm. and kill it, and we get on camera, and we just go dummy for no, some No, yeah, reason. it's like all the brain cells just kind of like float away. All right. So the next segment of the pod, we'd usually talk about some, some music news or something like mm-hmm. that. Music is incredibly slow. Even music news is incredibly slow this week. So this is an idea that I've had for the longest time. I'm always coming up with content ideas for, you know, just myself and stuff like that. And this idea has came from, oh, this idea was birth really from me really wanting to know what makes people tick when it comes mm-hmm. to their interest in music. And I I eventually want to start a show where I interview people from all over the world mm-hmm. and ask them, you know, what is your relationship like with music? And seeing how... I think that's such a good idea. And seeing how, you know, how do we react to certain stuff what made us the way that we Mm -hmm. are and with our relationship with music so i figured now would be a good time this was actually supposed to be a segment on the last pod but i completely forgot it it was on my list and everything i just skipped we literally we both forgot it because you had told me about it and i was like super pumped up for it and then we were we got done with the pod and we were like you never even did that there you go but here we go it's here now this is this is a 
a shorter version mm-hmm. than what I would do with this idea. Okay. But this is a music profile test, okay? Okie doke. So I'm going to ask you 10 questions. Mm-hmm. You're going to do the same and ask me 10 questions. And we are going to... We're going to get the viewers a chance to see, you know, like, who are we mm-hmm. as music people? Because obviously it's a big part of our lives. Yep. A huge, massive part of our lives. Absolutely. So I'm just going to ask you a series of 10 questions. Oh, we forgot to even mention our records back here. Yeah, we went we went record shopping today. We did. Uh, we These got, are two of our new ones. We got Rodeo, Travis Scott. That was my pick. And then I got uh, a find that I never thought I'd see. This is Doris by Earl Sweatshirt, one of my you got that rappers. for a steal too i feel a good price yeah never seen it before in my life didn't even know it was on vinyl but it's mine now so doris and rodeo and rodeo is one of travis scott's best okay so i'm going to ask you a series of questions absolutely take as much time as you need this is not a not a uh, speed round or anything this is just to get to know you as a music consumer I'm are ready. you ready I'm absolutely ready okay born ready what is the first album you physically bought with your own money? Definitely a One Direction album. There you go. Yeah. Do you know which one? Um, I believe it was the... I can tell you. I can absolutely tell you. If you give well, me... I don't want dead air. One hot minute. Well, no. I mean, you know, One Direction was lit. Don't even play about One Direction. Because... How old are you when you say you bought this album? 12 or 13 okay i have to look at the year geez we were in different parts Um, of the music at 12 and 13 yeah we were midnight memories 2013 yep midnight memories one direction that was the first album you physically bought with your own money that i can remember yes okay my next question yes what is the first artist you remember cognitively listening to so mm. if you go back in your brain and go to your earliest moments of consuming music that you can still remember, mm-hmm. what artist do you remember listening to the most? Justin Timberlake. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. His, um, the what's the disco album called? Oh, the Future Sex Love Sound? Yes. Yep. That album, my mom owned that album on CD and my sisters would play it a lot upstairs in their rooms and things. And so I just, I heard it a lot as a pretty young child. There you go. So mm-hmm. you, your first album you bought was One Direction, and you're very boy bandy so far because Justin yep. Timberlake's from a boy band. Yep. One Direction's a boy band. And you're you're a little boy band. Okay. My my influences weren't weren't the greatest music wise. Okay, but I I mean I'm a big Timberlake fan, so. Well, yeah, no, I mean I love that album still to this day. Yeah. Okay. If you were on a desert island and could only listen to one genre, what would that genre be? R&B. There you go. Absolutely. Easy one. Easy, easy one. Off the top. In your opinion, who do you think is the most overrated artist of all time? Overrated? Yes. So someone who on the totem pole has a lot of praise and you think it's not well deserved. Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, there yeah. There you go. You heard it here first. All right. Yeah. She's too overrated. Sorry to all the Swifty fans out there. Y'all might boycott me for that, but she's I got just, some joints. She but has some joints for sure. I'm not trying think, to rock her, but I, she's overall, so up there. I mean, I even own one of her albums on vinyl, like you know, this and I love true. that album. We gave we we gave Taylor some money. Yeah, we did. All right, but yeah, just overall, I think she's a little overrated. There you go. All right, who is your favorite artist of all time? Ooh, I don't get to do it. Hmm. 
favorite artists of all time yes it could, and an art artist could be banned it could be a, per, a, a yeah. person it's whatever but just favorite of all time considering everything there's i have two that come to my head you have to pick one ah! I'm, not, I'm not going to accept that we're not ah! playing that game here today okay 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 um i'm gonna give you questions where you can I'm, do multiple then but... i'm gonna have to go to go with j cole j cole yeah that's crazy yeah so if you had a choice between bears and j cole you would choose j cole <sighs> probably no well, that's what the answer is then okay what genre of music do you think is the most underrated is the most underrated underrated underappreciated Mm. I mean, I think I think rap is very underrated and underappreciated because I think people just automatically label it, you know, a certain way and in a certain light, and it's like you aren't even really listening to it, so you don't even really know. So I think I think some of it is as bad as it seems. Absolutely. Um. But I think because of that, a lot of it. It's so detailed that mm-hmm. if you don't, there are bars that I have to explain to you, mm-hmm. and it's so layered, and that's why hip hop, you know, that's why I'm a hip hop guy, is just because there's, if you listen to the right guys, there's bad shit everywhere, there's good shit everywhere, there's a yin and a yang, right? Absolutely. That's that's the whole point of it, but some of this shit is so layered that if you don't have that brain, if you're simple minded, you're not gonna get it, but if you have a little complexity to you, mm-hmm. you're going to be amazed. And I love that No, show. absolutely. All right. This one's crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Choose one passed away artist to bring back to life and one only. Wow. I'm immediately going to have to go with Juice World. Juice World had a... So, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll get into it later. Yeah. We'll get into it later after the thing. But, uh... um. Juice World is a. I like I just think that he had answer. So much potential. He was really gonna go somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I think it's really coming down outside. Is it? I gotta it sneeze. Like oh it. my god, I gotta sneeze. Oh, oh my god. Not on the pod. Okay. <laughs> I'm fighting it. Okay. All right. You're on a desert island, mm-hmm. and you can only bring three albums to listen to for the rest of your life. What are those three albums? Ooh. Three albums for the rest of my life. Um. Beauty Behind the Madness. Weekend. Um, Loki, can I look up there? Because your girl's a druggles. Um, Beauty Behind the Madness. I really enjoy um, Awaken My Love. Awaken My Love. Um, And then probably... Ooh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. There you go. Yep, those three probably. Yep. No good kid, Mad City. It just, it just didn't come to me at this time. So you know, those are the ones I was feeling in this moment when you asked there me you this go. question. Those, so that's you know, the that's who then. we are. That's the answer then. Okay, if you could choose one song to describe your life the most, mm-hmm. what song would that be? Oh my God. To describe my life the most. Just something that describes you, your life. What song do you think just really lays it out there? I hate this question. I don't feel like that's... I don't feel like there's one song that can do that. You gotta at least think about it and try to choose one. Hmm. 
You can't just get to the last question and then say no. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I feel like it's an unfair question. I feel like there's, I feel like one song to describe your whole life is kind of crazy. Just one that you just, maybe one you resonate with the most, one that you just really can relate to the most that just describes you, you know? Um, this might be a little crazy, but Jasmine Sullivan's, um, I can't remember if it's her, her on it record or she has another one. I think it's the on it record. That's the sit on it record. Yeah. Okay. This got crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Cause she just, I, I, because I just like the way that she just kind of like owns how she feels about it, you know? And I feel like that's something that I want to like be in my life. Just like owning how I feel in that, that realm of things. You a freak. My bad. Just how it goes. You hear that out there? It's going stupid. Y'all, it's going stupid where we live right now. Okay. The wind is going crazy. We just got caught in a storm. There you go. Holy moly. Alright, give it to me. It's my turn to receive this. Okay. I got this. Are you ready? Were my questions kinda online with your questions? A little bit, yeah. Okay. A little, a little bit. Mine, I think, are, I mean, are a little, mine are a little different, but we'll see. Okay. Number one, if you could only have one person's discography, who would it be? Lil Wayne or Kanye? If you could only listen to that person's discography for the rest of forever, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne or Kanye? Kanye. Kanye has the okay. best rap discography of all time, in my opinion. Really? I like I like Wayne better rapping than Kanye, mm-hmm. but the innovation, the production that comes with Kanye mm-hmm. and you know, the experimental sounds, you're not gonna get that with Wayne's discography. And, you know, and if I can get his discography, I get the Watch the Throne album, mm-hmm. 808s and Heartbreaks, Graduation, College Dropout. It's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of good. It's a, it's a lot. See, and I debated, because at first I was going to put Jay-Z versus Kanye, but then I was like, no, I was like, I feel like that's an immediate Kanye, but with Jay-Z's Wayne Jay-Z's discography Kanye, isn't the craziest. Right. But and he's so, still the GOAT, though. Right. So with Wayne, with Wayne and Kanye, I was like, there might be a chance that Brandon could pick Wayne. So I it's, was like, I'm gonna, not, I'm gonna test it's it. It's not an immediate Kanye, mm-hmm. but it I, I'm not. Way. I have sat on the opinion. In my opinion, Kanye has the best hip hop discography of all time. Mm-hmm. So then, how could I not pick Kanye? Yeah, like you could say anybody, and I'd pick Kanye because mm-hmm. he has the best discography of any rapper what he how, what he's produced mm-hmm. what he's been on all that stuff so i kind of thought that 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 might be what Kanye. you pick but i was just but trying as to... far as a overall rapper i like wayne more mm-hmm. but it's more than that right absolutely um next one do you know who it was the very first ever american idol winner carrie underwood right Mm-mm. it was kelly clarkson yep fuck me yep kelly those are my two choices and there you go i feel like that that makes sense that that would be your two choices but yeah no i thought it was funny since we just watched the voice that she was on there i didn't realize that she was the very first winner ever i knew she was on it but carrie underwood had to been like the next season right uh next one what is your favorite music video of all time Mm, that's a 
that's that's a killer that's a killer one right there um hmm. no it's kind of a tough one huh man i don't want to have dead air but i really want to i really want to think about this one it's a hard one music videos really went kind of crazy back in the day even some of them now but you know how i am about music videos i don't really like to watch them because i feel like it ruins my perception of the song and the perception that i have what the song is Mm -hmm. you know what this is gonna be funny this is not like a serious answer Mm -hmm. but post malone insane that's a when funny music. Just, that's one of the only ones recently I've seen. When he's by the pool, just na- shirt off, just he's just vibing. He's just like, no, uh, what's that up? would be an answer. Another one, "Stand" by Eminem was a powerful, crazy music video. Um, Missy Elliott and Busta Rhymes mm-hmm. had some. Uh, you only have one pick, sir. Um, past the Cavassier with Busta Rhymes and Pharrell. Yeah, that's, that's the one. That's a good. What 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 does it Missy for you? Missy Elliott, get your freak on. Missy Elliott, get your freak on. That's the one. Yeah. What does it for you? Anything with ice spice. Oh my god, this is going well, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another no. Uh, so I'll go Missy Elliott, get your freak on. Um, Why? The choreography. Missy's music videos were next level. Mm-hmm. The colors, the choreography, the the cuts. Um, it was very fast, very but very intricate at the same time. Um, so, Missy Elliott, get your freak on. Uh, my honorable mentions, are, so that's my answer. Mm-hmm. My honorable mentions are Past the Cavassier, Busta Rhymes, and Pharrell. That's just a funny video, but mm-hmm. also I love that song. Um, Stand by Eminem was super, like a movie that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the concept of Amelie by, by Wayne mm-hmm. because... Um, he's on, he's like on his way to shoot another music video. Right. Mrs. Officer. Yep. While, while doing. That's, that is funny. That's a good one. Cause like if, if you, um, if you listen to Mrs. Officer, he says, uh, just deported from the latest drop. I got stopped by a lady cop. He's talking about coming from the uh-huh. Amelia music video. That's funny. So that's a funny. I one. didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's very funny. All right, next one. Who is your favorite female artist? Ooh. I feel like you might have answered it from your last question. It, if you if you were going to say rapper, I would have said Lauren Hill. Mhm. But just no, do not rapper. And that I specifically didn't say rapper because I wanted you to have reign of just female artists as a whole. R&B everything. Beyoncé. Yeah. Beyoncé. Okay. Really? I don't think I was expecting that. Beyonce. I like that pick, though. Houston, baby. Heck, yeah. Um, What movie has your favorite soundtrack? We talked about this. Did we? Step Up 2. Step Up 2. Step Up to the Street. I didn't know. I knew you really liked that one. I didn't know if it was your favorite. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if it's an official soundtrack. Like, I don't know if you can buy a CD of the Step Up 2 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, for probably, those for probably. those of you who don't know the step up movies, they're like breakdancing movies, and breakdancing is a big part of hip hop. So your boy loves it. Uh, the second movie, uh, a lot of Timbaland records mm-hmm. on there. Um, it has um, the way I are yep. Timbaland and Carrie Hilson. It has uh, bounce with Timbaland, Missy Elliott, and Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite rock, my favorite rock band, Breaking Benjamin, 
has a song in that movie. That's crazy. Uh, the, um, what is it? Um, was it? Uh, uh, hey, baby, I got the potion. Uh, the potion by Put Ludacris. The potion yeah. by Lud- another Timbaland beat is on mm-hmm. there. Um, honorable mention: Get Richard I Tryin. Okay. It's super close, but anything full like mostly produced by Timbaland, I'm gonna go crazy for because yeah. Timbaland's my favorite producer of all time. Of course. Uh, but Get Richard I Tryin. There are songs that were just made for that movie mm-hmm. in the movie where he was recording it. Right. Because he's a rapper in the movie. Like, Window Shopper. That's not even a real... That song was written for the movie. That's insane. And that song's amazing. Window Shopper. That's crazy. I I whoop your head, boy. Mm -hmm. Back of the steel. No. Yeah, Get Rich or Die Try and Step Up to the Streets. I love those two. Those are good picks. I like those. Um, Who would be your number one pick to see in concert? Anybody? Yeah, just overall, any artist ever. Like, who would you want to see perform live the most? Probably Chris Brown. Really? Okay. Um, prob- Probably my favorite R&B artist of all time. Really? Okay. Especially male R&B. I feel like I'm learning so much about you. That's the whole point of this. I know. Women women R&B, I'd have to think about it a little, a little bit mm-hmm. more. But definitely... Um, well, I don't... <laughs> What does the weekend count as? Is he? He's not. I don't think weekends R and B. I think he was at one point. I don't know what he. I think he's more. He's just gothic pop, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. But as far as straight R and B, Chris Brown has some of my favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Take you down, poppin', go crazy. Um, you know, with you, yo. I could I could go on for forever. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Give me that if you want to go super yeah. old with it. Run it. Some crazy. Those are more poppy records, but um, and Chris Brown as a performer can dance his ass off mm-hmm. better than the most of them. So you feel like he could put on a show? It's and more his of a show. Amazing. I would. I would say I would love to see the weekend in concert, but I feel like the weekend's just gonna be standing there. He's not much of a dancer. He's gonna be like, mm, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. You look like you can't feel your face when you but say I that. Love yeah. No, but I would I would love to see Chris. I would not pass up seeing Chris Brown. But I would love to see The Weeknd too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just would never. I, my pick wouldn't be a rapper because I'm not. I want to see a show mm-hmm. with rappers. They just have the, their songs playing and they kind of just like Mouth rap rap over the song. And a lot of the times they're not like the songs playing and they're just like letting the crowd sing it. Like yeah, I want to see a, a show, so I would want to see some choreography, something like that. And when I, I get that. I want to see a. I want to hear a good voice. I want to hear choreography. I want to hear good music. When I think about that, I think about Chris Brown. I like that pick a lot. I think that makes a lot of sense. All right, what's a song that will immediately put you in a better mood? In the case of like if you were feeling down. Yams by Fetty Wap. <laughs> yes, I love that. Can I get through the yams? Sweet. Games. No, that's that's, that's so funny. that song's fire, that's so good. son. No, yeah, you play that and I'm immediately like bopping. Yeah, for sure. Sweet Yams by Fetty Wap. Look hilarious. it up. That song's crazy. All right, name a song that starts with F. Go. Um, Ten. Nine. Eight. Future sex seven. love sounds. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay. I thought you would go with like you know fuck up some commas or something. I I don't. I'm on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm not gonna fuck lie. With, fuck with me, you know I got it. Jay Z go. and Rick Ross. I mean, your ten seconds is up, but it's okay. <laughs> that was so funny. I forgot that I put that one in there. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I threw myself off. All right. Um, what instrument would you want to learn how to play? Piano. Really? Piano. Um, I hear from what my old producer told me, Mm -hmm. if you can learn to play the keyboard and piano, your production skills and making beats and making instrumentals just go through the roof with that talent. Um, guitar would be a, would be a solid two, Mm -hmm. but I know how to play the drums. So that's not on there. Mm -hmm. I don't have any, any interest in playing any like woodwind or brass instrument. Yeah. But piano one guitar is a close second. Okay. I dig it, I dig it, I dig it. All right, last question. What is your favorite way to listen to music? Like jamming in your car, on the record player, just on a speaker vibing with people. Like what's your favorite way to listen to music? You know, I'm actually not very picky when it comes to, in my head, maybe this is where I'm OCD. Mm Mm-hmm. I just need to digest it. I need to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So if that's, um, I work from home quite a bit. So if that's while I'm working, it's mm-hmm. just playing. As long as I, at the end of the day, can say that I listen to it, I'm happy. But to really properly answer your question, um, I would prefer, we have the record player, I'd prefer to listen to something more on vinyl mm-hmm. or on discs something where i purchase it put it in and i just let it play cover to cover mm-hmm. don't skip anything just let it play yep that's, i agree that's how i do it but i i'm not picky at all so that that answer is even a stretch mm-hmm. but you know just let me just pull it up on my phone and hit play and just listen to it like this it I just need to in, in, in inhale it mm-hmm. and I think no like me knowing you as your wife huh? um I, that makes sense to me that you would say that because you I have listen always to kind so of I listen to 15 albums a week mm-hmm. I listen to three albums a day five days a week yep you can't be too picky you got to get it in where you so when I'm driving a long distance to you know some of the places where, where I work, in. like it, it, a lot of music is listened to that way, just For in the sure. car on the way there. That makes sense. Um, down to quiet time whenever I'm working on my computer, mm-hmm. doing reports or whatever, um, having something just constantly playing. That's how, that's how I do it. But that's how I get. That's I feel like that's how I get knowledgeable on 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 my shit. I just, like it. I like it. I like it. All right, so that's our music profile. That was our music. You're a boy band girl. Questionnaires. Yeah, you know, not really by choice. It's kind of just what was laid out in front of me. In other news, I got too funny. Are we ready? For- oh my! God. I think we might die soon. I'm be honest fine. with you. There might be like a tornado coming, and we have no. It idea. actually sounds crazy outside. No, it really does. And we and we have headphones on, mm-hmm. so we're not even really so. We could really need to take cover right now. We have no idea, because I done turned off the alerts on my phone. But we're going to get this pod off. So. Not for sure. Y'all going to get some content today. Okay, so this is um, Aubrey O'Day uh-huh. is a singer in the old music group Danity Kane. Okay. Uh, I think they won Diddy's Making the Band. I don't know if you were probably too young for that, but 
Diddy yeah, had everything you just said. I'm like, huh? Diddy had a TV show where he put a bunch of people in like a reality show mm-hmm. to find the best combination of people to make a group. Okay. And Danity Kane was a group that won that show. That's lit. Um, so it was like another music show. Yeah, a music show, but Diddy's Diddy's Diddy. So mm-hmm. he was like high on coke, just screaming at people. High on coke, he said. Oh my god. Oh Diddy, I think that's not even a secret. Diddy. Dabbles. So he's Conor McGregor. <laughs> Yeah, Diddy dabbles, man. I'm just kidding. Diddy be dabbling, is I mean, what I'm no. saying. Um, Aubrey O'Day uh, is known for having sexual relations with Donald Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr. Okay. She most this... recently said that she had sex with Donald Trump Jr. in a gay club. Which is super interesting because they're extremely, because they're really Republican. Right. They're anti-LGBTQ So, Mr. Um... So, here's the, let me explain the scenario to you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm listening. She was at a gay club. Mm-hmm. That's where she was. Okay. And it's a bunch of members of the LGBTQ plus community, and they're all in either naked, mm-hmm. or they're in underwear and you know very leaving little to the imagination right donald trump was hollering at her and said he wanted to smash donald trump jr did i say junior or did i say trump you said trump donald trump jr i want to be clear yeah was hollering and she said you want to smash come to me and we can do it here not thinking that he would show up boy pulled up for that punani Punani! Boy pulled up. He got real ally real quick. <laughs> wow. And they proceeded to have relations inside a gay club. And the reason why I bring this up, I don't know if you know much about the political landscape, but there's a lot of emphasis. Joe Biden has a son mm-hmm. who's like, who does coke and is like, a, oh, he's a fuck up. And mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a weirdo. I mean, who doesn't have a weird member Everybody of the family. That family yeah yeah um just happens to be his son and donald trump jr extremely anti-lgbtq mm-hmm. got real ally real quick to smash this chick and this chick's gorgeous by the way audrey o'day you could look at her she's she looks like a porn star like she right. looks like what you would want to have sex with if you were a regular man Person. that gets down like that, right? <laughs> but I think it's so funny. And this is all alleged, of course. Mm-hmm. And you won't hear any of this from the Republican side. No, of course not. Why would you? Um, but she met up with Homeboy in the gay club and they smashed in the gay club. That's crazy. And the thing is, if this is a lie, this is a such a specific lie. Yeah, that's very specific. This is so specific. But um, yeah, that's what happened. That's crazy. I think that's awesome no that is awesome that's so cool and it's so funny because everybody is like biden needs to be impeached because his son's a, a drug addict weirdo Whatever. and it's like but d dtj is out here sucking and fucking in the gay club but you know out here sucking and fucking in the gay club but yet you know Bitey's got a, a, a couple. Druggie, a couple so. of men could have slid in. You, no one would have ever known. I'm just saying. Creed you know? from the office. 
a couple of guys could have slid in. No one would ever know. You never know. That's so um, that is awesome. I hope it happened. I hope it's real. Yeah, I hope that's true. Um, be- and we all know that these people aren't who they say they are anyway. Like, if you stand so hard on one thing, I'm just going to assume that if you're so against the gay community, I'm going to assume you're a little gay. That's just how that's how it goes, man. Because otherwise, why do you care? It's why you should like gay. If you're a straight man, you should love gay men because that's more women for you, weirdo. And not only that, but like, just why do you give a fuck? And we're not even gonna talk about how when people say I don't like gay people because it's in the Bible. The Bible also says you can't eat shrimp. Oh my god! But we gobbling. We gobbling those uh, those uh, shrimp cocktails. No, yeah. We they out said, here in these oceans taking all the shrimp away from the whales that have the teeth that look like brooms. They said uh, they said you uh, you can't sell your land. Why are there real estate agents? They my all, mom's a real estate agent. They're, they're <clears throat> also they're also on the Bible. It's also uh, pro trafficking of your daughter. Both of our moms work for real estate agent company. <gasps> Sorcery. Just saying. It also says Yikes. you can't wear two uh, cloths of uh, of different fabrics on in one on one. So like this, I'm wearing uh, a sweatshirt. I guess this is both cotton. You're, well, you know, but like you can't wear like polyester and cotton. That would be super wrong. Or like linen and cotton. What are you doing? It also says you are not allowed to touch a uh, uh, a skin of a dead pig. Football football skin of a dead pig pork but yeah but we pick and choose what we what is or like they said it's they said gays are bad in the bible so i follow that but when it comes to shrimp i can't get enough of long john silver can't get enough um hell yeah brother (laughs) i can't get enough of long john silver (laughs) i swing up in that taco bell that's you know the duo for those who want reference, I'm pretty sure the shrimp Bible verse is uh, Leviticus verse 11. I think I got receipts. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, you said I remember you told Leviticus me that Leviticus verse 11. You were like 11. Six they said like if that. it has if it has fins, or if it has you know the proper fish fins, you can eat it. But if it's another creedon, you should leave it be. Yep. And we're like, I'll ignore that. As long as I get my my shrimp and my cocktail sauce. I gotta get that long job. Hallelujah, brother! Joe Crab Shack. Um, Joe okay. Crab Shack. Um, this is a funny one. Um, so does that mean we're not supposed to eat crabs either? No, that would be, yeah, it says. That'd be a part of it, and like lobster be, and stuff. That would be y'all a part of it. Y'all, you're wilding this. But y'all ignore that, but when it comes to writing off a whole genre of people. I hope a Christian person sees, That's when you go. <laughs> sees this video and then decides that they can never eat those kind of um, sea, seafood anymore. Oh, I'm not going to do it. If it's in the Bible. I'm going straight tilapia from now on. Um, <laughs> tilapia is gross. Okay, anyway. So this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Remember, I heard someone say that the Robert Kennedy, the Kennedy that's running for president, is uh, is a good one. Turns out, dude's crazy. Really? Right? Like, he's wild. He says, atrazine, which is a, a chemical in water, mm-hmm. or something in water. I don't know if it's a chemical. I'm just going to assume it is. Atrazine in the water supply is contributing to sexual dysphoria in kids. 
Excuse me. What does that even mean? He thinks the the atrazine that is in the water supply, that's in the, I guess it's a, it's getting in our water, is turning the kids, is making the kids have sexual dysphoria, meaning they're confused about their sexuality. Oh my lord. Oh my so, lord. I come with receipts as always. Atrazine is a commonly used herbicide in the U.S. The Environmental Protection Agency regulates how much is allowed in drinking water and evaluates potential ecological and human health risks. No scientific studies in humans have linked atrazine exposure to gender dysphoria. It has been linked in some studies to birth defects and other reproductive health problems. Robert F. Kennedy's claim appears to be based on the 2010 University of California Berkeley study that found that when male frogs frogs not humans frogs were exposed to atrazine some lost fertility and developed ovaries differences in human and frog biology mean these findings do not unilaterally extend to humans Hip. That's all I gotta say. Some dude saw a study on frogs and was like, "The water's turning our kids gay." Did you know that your kid's gonna turn into a gay frog? <laughs> if you oh! let, if you oh! let your child drink water, he's Don't gonna drink. Take- don't drink the atrazine. He's going to turn into a gay frog. He's going to be leaping around and landing on something. <laughs> and it's not going to be a lily pad, I'll tell you that. Ah! Help! Why are we here, bro? I'm serious. This shit's for the birds or the frogs, apparently. The gay frogs. Goddamn water gonna turn my son into the gay frog prince. has gotta kiss him, come back to life. Oh, Lord! The princess gotta kiss him and come back to life. Oh, shit, oh my bro. God. Somebody send help, please. That's all I got for the other news. <laughs> so that was our current news That's for the, all for the week, with. guys. That's all I came with. I'll be honest with you. That was our current They're news. They're turning our kids into gay frogs. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's wrap this one up on that note. My music recommendation for this week is an album that came out in 2019 called Of Age by Love. Is it Mansue? Mansu? Mansue? I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It's M A N S. U Y is that the album that has um, um count on yes you, can you count on you yeah that's a good song. um it's a it's a really great eight song project and it's just definitely one of those albums that is meant to be listened you know top to bottom like you know just put on the first song listen to it all the way through it's really good I've gone back to it quite a bit over the years so. That is my music rec of the week, my friends. My music recommendation is more so a band than I'm crying from gay frogs. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Gay frogs made him cry, guys. uh, Gay frogs made him cry. (laughs) Uh, More so a band that I recently just found uh, on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a band called Magnolia Park. 
Uh, they are a pop punk band. If you know me, I'm a hip hop head. I'm an R and B head, but I do appreciate the occasional pop, uh, pop punk, but punk rock records like Blink One Eighty Two, stuff like that. Some Forty One. I love the anti-establishment punk records because if you go back historically, uh, punk rock and hip hop are very close knitted. Uh, back in the late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. whenever hip-hop was struggling to have a mainstream presence, they were trying to find a place to play music. They were shut out by everybody, but the punk rock community let them in and mm-hmm. let them do their thing. So I will always have a soft spot for punk rock. Absolutely. Um, but there's a band called Magnolia Park. Something interesting about them, uh, a black lead singer. Love it. A person of color as a in, in rock as a lead singer. I, I'm not very well first on rock. I think there's a band called Seven Dust. When I was a kid, when I was younger, mm-hmm. they had a black lead singer and they had a song. I really yeah, liked. it's just it's kind of fewer it's and further so, between. So um, this band having multiple people of color in it, uh, they have their 2023 album came out this year called Baku's Revenge. Mm-hmm. So many good songs on that. My favorite is a song called Radio Reject. Um, just pop punk, good old fashioned, uh, fast paced, good vocals. Uh, really takes you back again to like that Blink 182, mm-hmm. Sum 41, Good Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, simple Plan type of a. Uh, type of pop simple plan that's so good yeah type of pop punk so and it's new and for me to find new rock is hard because i'm when it comes to rock i I stay with the older stuff Mm -hmm. i've tried to listen to newer stuff it doesn't intrigue me as much but to find this and the fact they're making music today coming out this year magnolia park baku's revenge is the album uh that's my music recommendation and that's all we've got for you guys. That's the pod. It was a fun one, guys. I'm going to go see if, like, we're alive out here. Cause no, literally. We might be dead. Goddamn Love you guys. Oh.